And authorities have arrested a 16-year-old boy who was accused in the shooting death of the bagel shop owner, Jacob Carter, 32 years of age, was his first time visiting here from the state of Washington. I believe his bagel shop is well-known in Seattle. That 16-year-old had actually already been arrested in Jefferson Parish on unrelated charges. So I just wanted to put that out. We were talking about that earlier. We're visiting with Raphael Goyeneche, President, Metropolitan Crime Commission. Rafi, uh, U.S. Attorney Dwayne Evans announced uh, the indictment of Todd Morrell, age 56, uh, with 12 counts of wire fraud in violation of Title 18 of the U.S. Uh, Code, Section 1343, for perpetrating excuse me, a multi-year scheme to defraud the New Orleans Police Department. Tell us about it. Well, so uh, that's something that has been percolating since uh, November of 2021. So one of your frequent guests, uh, I think his name is uh, Dr. Gallagher at at UNO, Mm -hmm. virtually uncovered all or most of of this. Uh, We saw in 2022, in February of 22, it was reported that Five police officers received target letters from the FBI. Uh, And what we saw last Thursday evening was the first indictment of one of those five officers uh, on 12 counts of wire fraud. So Sergeant Morrell was uh, working for the police department between 2017 and 2020. Uh, In 2017, he billed the city of New Orleans for 3,800 hours as a police officer. Now, a 40-hour work week is 2,080, but he worked supposedly 3,800 hours in 17, followed by 4,100 hours in 18, followed by 4,400 hours in 19, followed by 4,600 hours in 2020. Uh, And... All of this was just his work for the police department. That doesn't include the details, the extracurricular details that he worked. So what the federal government did in charging him, they're charging him for actually billing the city of New Orleans for work he did not perform. They're also charging him with several counts of wire fraud for billing the fairgrounds that was paying him to provide uh, additional security off the clock for the police department, on the clock for the fairgrounds. And they're saying that he wasn't there and he didn't perform those services uh, in the counts that they charged him with. So there's actually video footage proving that when he was billing the city and in some of the instances billing the fairgrounds, he was actually racing cars at racetracks, some of which in in Louisiana, some of which out of state. So there's actually a paper trail documenting that he wasn't working for the police department, wasn't working for the uh, uh, fairgrounds, but was billing them for services that he did not render. And that's wire fraud because the money was... uh, transferred from the city of New Orleans and from the, from the fairgrounds into his checking account uh, for his personal uh, checking account. So you saw 
Five people in 2022 received target letters. This is the first. And this is also significant as the individual that signed this indictment is the head of the criminal uh, division of the U.S. Attorney's Office. And I, I, he's also the individual that is responsible for investigating Officer Vappi's uh, duties as a member of the mayor's security team. So we're waiting to see what's going to happen there with those uh, cases. There may be some bleed over, and this may be an indication that the federal government is closely scrutinizing the hours that officers are billing the city of New Orleans to determine if, in fact, they are performing those duties when they're supposed to be doing it. And if they're not, uh, they're going to be held accountable. So if you worked 2,080 hours a year, everybody knows that number, right? And yep. in a particular year, he signs, he worked 4,600 hours. Yep. And they're saying that those, a number of those hours were actually fraudulent. He was a sergeant. And typically the way this works is that the lieutenant would be signing off or the captain of this unit would be signing off on these hours. Are they under investigation? Has there been any administrative or has this been turned over to the FBI? Are they looking at, I mean, there's no way, I, I can just go by my experience in, in the JPSO. There's no way that the lieutenant and the captain wouldn't know that they were putting in for these hours and that they weren't present. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I agree. So th this is, this is, I think, you know, you want, you're wondering why the police department was under a consent decree. This is part of the reason for it. So, you know, this is very interesting. Well, they needed to be under a babysitting decree. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, so on November the, I, the 16th of 2021, the media did a story about, uh, Todd Morrell, and November the 17th, the next day, he submitted revised timesheets going back five years, calling it clerical errors that were perpetrated uh, by him, and then he retired from the police department about two weeks after that. So this is the first shoe to drop. I think that uh, uh, we might be seeing some more officers being held accountable. Uh, for this, and uh, this may actually have some ramifications with respect to the ongoing investigation of Officer Vappi with respect to the performance of his duties as a member of the mayor's executive protection team. Because we know that that investigation has taken the same track as the mayor of Nashville under state charges that they said it was fraud as well. Uh, because they were actually having a relationship while on duty and they were compelling one to work for the other when it actually there wasn't work being going, right. going on, unless we've adopted a new definition of work, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't think that's the definition that the federal That's not covered by the Fair Labor right. Standards Act yet. <laughs> All right, yeah. Raphael going at you. Thank you, as always, for your, for your time and your insight. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you, sir. We'll be right back. Stay with us, folks.